Hey, this is Anna Vaughn with Travel Mama Anna Vaughn, and this is our podcast. Strap in, because it's about to get weird. Uh, already. Hey, it's Anna Vaughn with the Travel Mama podcast, and today I'm going to be talking to Leela Rasa Brown. She is currently already frozen, just so y'all know how great our internet connections are starting off. We're going to talk about astrology. We're going to talk about what's going on in the world today and where we're at astrologically and what is going on for the future. So what do you call it again? I said Ayurvedic astrology, but that was wrong. What is it actually called? It's called evolutionary astrology. Evolutionary astrology. Yeah. And so it's basically, um, it's a Western system. So we're using the same words that you know you're like oh i'm virgo capricorn taurus you know those same Mm -hmm. kinds of uh ways of working with the cosmos but with an underlying eastern uh bent which means that we recognize that this is not your first rodeo as a human you have been in a body before we recognize that um there is both epigenetic patterning that every person is bringing in to heal. So trauma lines and um, maybe drama and trauma, but also we are here to transform that, that our ancestors and and maybe we as our ancestors, I don't know that you weren't your great, great, great grandmother or father, for example, we are coming in to heal those patterns, those woundings, and to really become empowered to be the most authentic free, clear beings that we can be. Um, But it is an astrology of choice. So while your nodal axis, I'm very big on the nodal axis, which is comprised of the south node of the moon and the north node of the moon, um, the south node of the moon will always show me, and then the planets in correspondence to that, what someone is here to heal, uh, what they, what gifts they have, what they've played out in karmic past patternings and epigenetic past patternings. And then the north node shows us how to heal that. The ruler of the north node shows us how to heal that, but it's always a choice. So um, this is an astrology of choice in that uh, every time I look at a transit that someone's going through or just a natal chart, I will always say, okay, all of these possibilities exist on a spectrum of consciousness. You know, there's a Virgoan spectrum. The shadow right. Virgo looks like this. That's basically, we all come in with an understanding uh, in our own ways of what that feels like. And then of course right. the, the chart's going to show, this is what you need. Uh, and this is how you can get So there. in terms of where, right. So in terms of where we're at in the world right now, I mean, obviously there's a lot of energy, there's a lot of heavy energy going around the world right now. Like what, what, it, like in terms of sort of astrology that's about karma, like what is, what the hell is going on? And like, when is it going to be over? Um, <laughs> Really good question. Although, you know, and I'm going to say I'm not a fortune teller, so I could never tell you that I would be myself if I could. What I will say is it's important to really lens out. Um, We are moving through 2000 year cycles. So you can think right 
50 BCE. Okay, so that was a couple thousand years ago, basically. We were being ushered into the age of Pisces. During that time, right before that, we had um, teachings of the Buddha. We had teachings of mm -hmm. uh, the Christ. We had teachings of mm -hmm. Confucius. All, it was a really mm -hmm. big time of spirituality, spiritual rebirthing. And the, what we have done as humans is, uh, let's say, if humans take on this spiritual teaching and they're not ready for it, what tends to happen... Uh, I don't know. How do I... <laughs> I don't know how to turn that off. Okay. What tends to happen is they will do like an unhealthy merging into something. And so the shadow of Pisces, which is what we have seen for the past couple thousand years, is an unhealthy merging into things that humans have created, like church, like government, even like relationship, right? It's like, okay, you're married to this person and your lot is together. And a, a lot of that was due to women's power having been taken away. Women became property. And there was more of a patriarchal way of living in the world where their relationship is meant to be among equals and and there were no equals there so there there couldn't be true intimacy there couldn't mm -hmm. be true reciprocity because there was this uh you know difference of um power and power dynamics so a, a lot of things Start 1903-1904. So we are all living in the 2,000-year period of the age of Aquarius. We are about 100, 115 years into this cycle. That's not very many because a cycle like that lasts about 2,000 years. Okay. So right. whenever we're looking at the movement of planets. I think it's important to look at it in the age of Aquarius. What does this mean? Well, when you look up Aquarius, it's about revolution. It's about tearing structures down that don't work anymore. And it is about um, really being willing to look outside of the box. And so when I talk about Aquarius, I really like to um, approach it from the place of this is an inner revolution that we're all being called to. And we are all being asked to do our part and what Aquarius really wants even if you don't have Aquarius in your chart I mean I do not a ton but I know it but even if someone mm -hmm. were to not have it in their chart in a big way they're still living under the influence of Aquarius because we're all in this Aquarian era together so I think that's right. really important this is about doing what's truly authentic to you and not what you have been conditioned or uh, culturally taught to do necessarily. It doesn't mean that we have to tear down tradition and culture all at once. I, I love some tradition. I love some of what culture has given us. So I'm not mm -hmm. saying that, but it is about getting really clear on what's authentic deep inside of your own being, which I think is a totally different orientation than what our predecessors 500 years ago were being asked to do. Right. right. I think, yeah, I think that I can tell that a lot of people are questioning. Um, something that's been really nice for me is I have a bunch of friends in Canada who, um, you know, they're very, they, they're very uh, invested in the idea of, 
you know, making money, getting ahead, uh, putting their career first, you know, focusing on their goals in a, a more linear and patriarchal way. And they're women and men. And for a long time, like we haven't really been speaking the same language because when I left Canada, I, I also left this idea of West is best and like money over everything and like on the grind and whatever, because I was seeking more, you know, family connection. I was seeking more connection to nature. I wanted to have less money and more freedom. Like I was looking for other things. So I've changed a lot. And in COVID, it's like, these are my old friends. And I didn't like leave them. It's just that like, we were no longer with the same priorities in mind, you know? And it's amazing. Like there's been a lot of my friends, especially male friends that have now had those goals taken away because they can't work and they can't, and they've realized they want something more. Like a lot of my male friends have told me, I actually want to grow a garden and have children. And I'm like, you were just making money and banging pussy six months ago and you're 40. You know what I mean? Like they were still doing that. And now they're like, I'm growing tomatoes and I'm fighting for Black Lives Matter. And I'm looking to have a partner and have children. And it's like, it's just like unflowering. Like I've seen so many of my friends who are wonderful people. They weren't bad people or anything. But now that they've had this like distraction taken away, they're like, what do I really want? Like, how do I want to finish this off? Like, I'm 40. Where do I want to go next? And it's like this, they've just opened up. They're crying more. They're more in touch with themselves. I know a lot of people that have like quit drinking, quit smoking, quit doing drugs. A lot of people in Canada are like doing the things that I miss, like going fishing and cliff jumping and getting in rivers. And I love it. Like in a, in a big way, like I'm like, oh, we needed this, you know, like, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's like, you know, I don't know if you ever listened to Charles Eisenstein. My partner's been getting really into because we have been, you know, taught things where the Protestant work ethic and, mm-hmm. you know, working mm-hmm. so that productivity is the main, most important thing. And then we forget about actually what's truly important, which is taking care of ourselves and our earth, our families, you know, and if you were to look at, um, and I'll, I'll get into like some of the nerdy astrology, but I love that Uranus, the planet Uranus, that is what rules Keep in mind, Uranus and Aquarius have a very tight affinity. And so it went into Taurus a few years ago, I think 2012, I might be wrong. No, that would be wrong. That was Neptune and Pisces was 2012. This would have been maybe three years ago, four years ago. So 16, 17, Mm -hmm. but Uranus and Taurus really points to, to me, change, freedom, right? In terms of what does Taurus represent? Can represent money and monetary systems. Okay, so that's one mm-hmm. thing. How we find stability and security, which is like, oh, here are these bullshit structures that we've created and we've been buying into them. And then it's like, no, what's real security? What does it mean to really mm-hmm. be secure? Oh, I want to grow tomatoes. Oh, I want to be secure mm-hmm. in my emotional process. Oh, I want to be secure. Mm-hmm 
and my relationships and my, you know, my family, my community. And so also um, when I think about Taurus, I think of really taking care of the body and the body of our planet, right? And those things totally go together. And I'm studying Chinese medicine and I finished my third year of a five-year program. Still not done, but I'm slowly working my way up there. You get it. You're, you've got a lot of earth in your chart, so you understand the, the slow climb sometimes <laughs> to get somewhere. <laughs> but um, basically, I'm like, oh my God, like reading all these case studies about how Chinese medicine is actually really good at working with COVID. And uh, to me, I'm like, oh, can't we see that these other ways of practicing medicine are actually really great? They, they don't have to be weird. They don't have to be other. They're there's actually a lot of benefit to looking at things from a different perspective and using like Eastern and Western together because there are benefits of both. And I'm hoping, you know, again, we have to choose mm -hmm. it, fingers crossed, but I'm hoping that people will be more open to that kind of weird, Uranus can be weird, weird uh, difference when it comes to healthcare and how we treat our bodies and our earth. Right. Uh, yeah. So that's something that I found really interesting lately. I do think that there's like, um, it has felt to me, I mean, this is just me, but like, it's difficult for me to talk about it at all with people because they're like getting all caught up on masks and stuff. And like, I mean, my daughter and I don't wear masks because I don't cover my oxygen tank. Like I just, like to me, it's like, I can't. And when people are like, where is the science? Like, you don't have any scientific proof. And I'm like, to be honest, there is no proof because we've never done this to ourselves before. That's we've right. never put a mask over our face and nose and tried to go exercising before and then required that people live that way without touching. Like, we don't know what the science is, but I know when my body tells me, take it off, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So we don't use them. And it, it's been difficult for me because I also see people going through their neurosis. Like, yeah. you know, just little things. Like you're at the Starbucks at the airport and there's all this, they're wearing the shields and there's the plastic. And then every time I always say it in, in Spanish, si mira nos tocamos, like, look, we're touching. Because I have to put my hand underneath to give them the money and then they touch me. And I always like, I always now like rub their thumb or something and I'm, and I'm like, look, we're touching. I love that moment where I'm like, now I get to touch you. We're handing yeah, the money yeah. to each other and now we're touching. I always smile and laugh and the other person usually smiles and laughs. They're not scared of me. They're doing it because they have to for work. It's the new rules, but they got all this stuff on and then we touch hands with money. It's like the dirtiest thing, right? Totally. Why don't we just breathe? Let's yes. just breathe. If we're going to touch the money together, like yeah. let's just breathe. But if you say that stuff, people freak out, you know, and I feel like we're in this time where everyone's neuroses is like, it's like a pimple that needs to be popped or something. It's like really coming to the surface. And like, what do you think about, this is just my own crazy, but I've been thinking like, maybe this idea that we're switching from one system, Pisces to Aquarius, like this, it's all, we're only a hundred years in, right? So we're right at that switch. Like, is that part of why it's so bad right now is that we're switching from one to another. Like, I do feel that this is the death of the patriarchy. I just don't know if I'll see it in my lifetime. 
Yeah, that's right. I agree with you. I, I would say, yeah, because we are only a hundred years into, and that you're right, a hundred years of a 2000 year cycle, we're babies in it. And, you know, we've, we came in at the right time so that we could kind of help usher in this next system where we knew that the rise of, and I don't want to say, oh, the rise of the feminine, yes, but in a healthy, balanced way, because it's not a fearful thing. It's men being able to feel good in their emotions and being able to express themselves emotionally, not just anger, right? And it's not, uh, yeah. it's, it's something that we know how to do because our ancestors have done it. We've done it, I think, you know, a long time ago. Um, but yeah, I think absolutely that's why things are so intense right now because the systems that our predecessors created to try to feel like we are in control and like we are protected, those things are falling down and they weren't real to begin with. You know, we're yeah. actually not lot right you like you, your computer it just degrades faster because the like what you're saying the sun the sun the salt the right. humidity in the air like it's right. just you know it, and people want to feel safe they want to feel secure so they'll create these systems and when those systems and, and let's say they don't have practices that really support them like a yoga or meditation or any kind of sacred practice that connects them with bigger reality when that's not there they don't know what they can trust mm -hmm. in right and so it's important that we really ground right. ourselves in those practices right now so that we are as sane and clear as possible um, as we're moving through this big shift. And like, we're all going to get triggered, but when we do get triggered, we want to have those practices that we can turn to that keep us uh, really clear. And if we're not clear, then we're really going to more readily go into neurotic cycles. Absolutely. And that's when the cycles of our, um, our wounding, those will repeat themselves. Absolutely. And unless we choose. I, I know, I know for me, COVID was like the blessing I didn't know I needed, you know, like I'm like, I'm, I'm, my company is over, which is fine because now all I really want to do is help people and be a creator. And so I have no money and that's all I can do. And so that's what I'm doing now, <laughs> you know, awesome. and nobody has any money. It's great. Like I love that this, this churning competition is gone. Yeah. It's like, that's all gone. Like I never have to be on the, on Instagram and see like these bullshit Instagram models in front of vistas. Like, don't you want to travel and have the life that you wanted? Like it's all bullshit. It's like, nobody is requiring that anymore. Like now you can, you can put up, you know, overweight, disenfranchised black women getting angry and speaking real truth. And everyone's like, Ooh, I love this video. I'm going to pass it on. And it's so nice. Like that's more what I want to be totally. seeing, you know, like yeah. that's the kind of hangouts I want to have. And, I feel a lot of pressure has been taken off me to like achieve. And now I can just, you know, I made myself a promise at the beginning of 2020 that I would only do uh, new business endeavors that help people. I, w I was done with anything that wasn't going to help other people. And then COVID came along and I was like, oh, this is the universe just getting rid of all the stuff I was doing for money so that I would be forced to only help people, you know? 
and whatever. I mean, I believe that good things come to people who do good things. So it'll, you know, it'll, it'll, something will come of it. And I feel a lot more community. I feel like people are way crazier with each other, myself included, but also more touched, you know, like I'm touched more by other people at the same time, you know, How it's, it's, a, it's, right? a, it's a weird, but cool time, you know, I mean, I'm glad I'm not in Canada. I feel like shit is crazy up there. People done yeah. lost their minds in Canada, especially in the cities. Yeah. Like people have just gone batshit. Like calling the cops on your neighbors is crazy talk. Crazy I'm not ass sure shit. on there because I'm like we're <laughs> in Selmo, so we are literally like we're in, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> we're in the middle of nowhere. We have four dogs. Yeah. We're hanging with the dogs yeah. and the chickens, and we've had more chicken drama than human drama lately. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad my partner is there taking so, the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> right. So what, what can, what can you leave people with? Like, what can we tell people in terms of, you know, the, the astrological atmosphere of where we're going? Like, what can people, because I don't want people to feel like 2000 years is so overwhelming. It's just going to be <laughs> shitty for no, 500 years, you know, like what, what's the hope of the, of what's coming, you know? I, I appreciate that question. And, um, yeah, I really feel deeply that if we're here, we chose to be here. We have gifts and wisdom that are ready to be called forth and brought to life. Um, I practice yoga that comes from a Kashmiri Shaivite, more tantric lineage, which is that all of the superpowers that you are here to awaken live inside of you. Maybe you haven't turned them on yet. Maybe you haven't, you know, nurtured them and loved them, but now is the time. You're really being called to bring your own creative gifts forth and to live the life that is most authentic for you now. And so to surround yourself with people who encourage you to that is really important to yeah. make sure that you're taking the time for your practices and the things that really light you up and stoke your inner fire. That's really important. And, and to really nurture and take care of yourself in the ways that, like you said, you know, pre-COVID, you didn't know. So now you're... I'm going to call it there, but thank you so much, Leela, for coming on this with me. She's obviously gone. <laughs> thank you so much. If you want to book a reading with her, I got Luna's done the month she was born with Leela. So if you want to book a reading with Leela, you can get one and I will leave a link to her stuff below. And you can always have your full chart done with her. She does it with, uh, with uh, you get a accompanying voice note, which is really great because it's good to look back on it over the course of the year from when you get it and, and line some things up. It takes a while to let it all sink in, but I absolutely recommend it. So there's more info on that below. There's a link and all that. And thank you, Leela. Thank you so much for coming on and chatting with me. It's so always so great to see your face and give Shane and your dogs a big hug for me. 
Uh, ditto. Thank you so much. It's so good to see you. Bye, hon. Okay. You too. Ciao.